week on Erotic Awakening, six pounds of sex toys, jealousy, and more food on boobs than you can shake a boob at. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as Simply Fun Kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. How are you this fine Monday morning? I'm evening, still... Whatever it, it is. It is evening. It is evening. So I'm still resting up from the weekend. Between Kinky and Geeky Friday night and Pittsburgh Bridge on Saturday night and driving back yesterday. Yeah, I'm tired. Had a great time presenting at Bridge Absolutely. over the weekend at the, uh, in Pittsburgh. Fantastic group. fun, yes. And they made a dungeon out of a bowling alley. That was awesome. That was awesome. As, out of a retired bowling alley. Yes, there was yes. no one bowling at that yeah, time. there was no that one bowling. So, but they did really good stuff with that space. So yeah, absolutely. Really good. Absolutely. Today on the podcast, we're, we have a, um <laughs> interview from Kitty Shambliss on jealousy and some really good advice on jealousy. And we are going to talk about our questions, about our kinky questions, but we may not need to because... Sitting between us, you and I have a box from Adam and Eve. You and I did an interview with someone from Adam and Eve just a few weeks ago. We did. We did. And uh, at the end of the interview, after we interviewed her, we said, thanks for being on the show. She said, how about I send you some samples? We said, sure. Sure. (laughs) And uh, that was a couple weeks ago. And we've had this box between us waiting for a podcast. I've got it open, but I have not looked inside. I glanced inside and saw some pink. So we We didn't get to record last week. So yeah, it's been sitting in my office for a while. And yeah, you've got it opened. I haven't looked in there yet. But I did see on the label, it does say six, six pounds. pounds. So it is six pounds of sex toys. And awesome. we're going to go through those. So, and jealousy. <clears throat> Poly people don't get jealous. That's what I led with. <laughs> much to my chagrin, I was I've told been, that's not true. I know. Well, I've been told that a lot. When people find out I'm Polly, they're like, oh, so you're not jealous? I'm like, whoa, what gave you that idea? I- I'm jealous exponentially, so <laughs> I have more than one person to be jealous over. I-, I think the real difference is that poly people deal with jealousy. Yeah, yeah. We see it as a, a something to be talked about and something to be uh, to have growth with, or to mm-hmm. see it as a tool, like I brought up with Kitty. So I know um, Big D sees it as a tool, not as something to be eradicated completely. Right. So so let's go ahead and pull out two of these sex toys. Uh, oh, podcast listeners, you're going to hear rustling of boxes and stuff as we go. <laughs> Do you want to go first or yes, should I? Yes, yes. All right, okay. it's just blindly pull something out. Blindly pull something out. All right. Oh, wait. Yes, you'd have to open the box so blindly. Okay. Okay, uh, what you got? Oh, seems like a small box. Oh, what is... Oh. Now, keep in mind, our podcast listeners cannot see these things, honey. Oh, I understand. Nor can understand. I understand. I'm trying to figure out because the box is in the way. Oh, what is it? It's what is uh, it? Eve's Remote Control Egg. Oh, a classic. So, and it has like a wristband on it. Are you supposed to carry it? It is. It's like a, maybe it's so that you don't lose it if you insert it. <laughs> what? Wait. Um, it's got a wristband. So does the wristband go on the part that gets inserted? Yes. Or does it go on the remote? Is it a no, remote? No, there is a remote, and it goes on the part that gets inserted. I never use eggs for insertion. I always lay them on the clit. I don't think it's a wristband. I think it's a get-it-out-of-you band, a piece of a string oh, so you can pull it out. so you can pull it out. Although, I do want our podcast listeners to picture you but, using an egg with a wristband. And yeah. 
No, I don't think that's okay. Apparently, right. The way well, you're picturing it's working for you. The way I'm picturing is working. If I get fisted and they've got it in their fist, yeah. It okay. would need to be on a wristband. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, it's bright hot pink. And it's got batteries. Hmm. I, I do appreciate it when toys come with their own batteries. Yes, yeah, so we can Because there's nothing like right now. having sexy time and then whipping it out and then realizing, oh, battery's not included. Yeah. Because yeah. really, it's not something that you want to plug into a wall. You think the wristband no. is bad. Try the wall extension. <laughs> I like this. It reminds me of the uh, the times that we've used the Hitachi. And just when things are getting good, you pull just the wrong way. And <laughs> pulls out. Right out of the wall. All right. I'm so, gonna reach I don't like a lot of vibrating things, but I do like eggs. So. I have pulled out. Now, she threatened you with some prostate just, massagers. So <laughs> this is this is um, the Adam and Eve Thumper Vibe. Thumper? thumper? Can I see Thumper? Ooh. Not sure why it's called a Thumper Vibe. How it's, long it's is that? A, I bet it goes boom, 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 boom. I bet it's a Thumper. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, 8.25 inches long and 1.5 inches wide. Hmm. Uh <laughs> Batteries sold separately. Oh, seven on that one. What do you mean? Whoop! Is that too small or too big? I know it I is went, not too big. Uh. No, that's yeah. Um, seven separate speeds. Something you would play with? Something I would play with. Okay. You know the whole idea of thumper, though. What is that movie where if you make vibrations on the ground, the things under the ground come out and chase you? Uh, was that? It had Kevin Bacon. Yes, it did. Creepers comes to mind. It's not it's creepers, not creepers though, but it's something, something like, like that. that. That's what that makes me think of. If it's a thumper, you put it on the ground, it thump, thump, thumps. I, I'm <laughs> thrilled that you said that because what I pictured you saying was that you were going to be thinking of Bambi. No. Wasn't that the little rabbit's name? <laughs> that was the little rabbit's name. Yes. This is not rabbit shit. Uh, no, this it's is not. Classic looking dildo uh, vibrator. Looks like a penis if penises were pink, pink and, and did not bend one way or the other. <laughs> Oh, and this one is waterproof. Ooh. Good to know. I never do anything that involves like a bathtub. Maybe they just mean in case somebody squirts. So here's one of your little <laughs> jealousy things. Ooh, okay. As we're going through these toys. Right. If you came across something like, for example, this thumper, right? Mm -hmm. And you said, you know, that's not really my thing. I don't really like vi vibrators. Right. And I said, oh, good. I'll take it home to one of the Ks. Hmm. Because all my partners start with the letter K. So right. I can just be vague. Right. Is that huh. a does that turn your there little jealousy? There is a little oh. bit of jealousy in that. Is that a right? jealousy or an envy? No, that's a jealousy. Hey, this box came to us. Why ah. are we handing it out to other people? And not just handing it out to other people, but playing with it with other people. Yeah. Don't know why that's jealousy, but it is. You know you've done that to what? me. What? We've gotten toys in the mail that we didn't think we liked, and you ended up using them with Big D and like, oh no, it's great. You really? Just, yeah. And it was a similar sort of thing. It was a it was a promo toy from Somebody, I think maybe Sarah Sloan gave it to us. No, that's no, not right. What I got it would from have been, Sarah was a glass one. Right, which we auctioned all off. The time. Did we auction that one off? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. blue one, yeah. So, so now we're sitting here thinking. Another Doesn't matter, thing though. I used with Big D, I think you gave me permission to. And I'm sure I did. Right. But it was because we didn't like it. Right. So it's just. I don't remember what it was. And it's interesting that this whole jealousy thing is about people. Right. It's, you know, Big D versus had it been someone else. Right. Um, yeah. So it was just, you know, it's not right or wrong. Right. Just say it's interesting. Interesting reflection. That you get jealous too? I didn't know you got jealous. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, 
so there you go. Okay. We had great feedback on our polyamory and power exchange class that we did at Steel Scandal not long ago. Oh, we did. So much. We have other sex toys we're going to have to get through, but we have other things on here we have to talk about I just got a FET mail about that as well. So, and, oh, shoot, I don't know what I did with it. But, yeah, it was just a long email. So about um, about that workshop. Yeah, I did too. I, I got a lot of feedback from that workshop. Very positive. Oh, yeah. Apparently polyamory with a mix of power exchange. And actually, we have an email in our inbox right now that I have not been able to reply to yet that we'll have to reply to shortly uh, about somebody having struggles with polyamory and power exchange. Oh, yeah. And uh, in, in they're, they're valid struggles. They're pretty tricky. Coming yeah. soon to an episode near you. So, And that's the first time we've done that workshop. So uh, yeah. Barrick asked for that specifically for that event. So that was kind of neat. I mean, <laughs> we've done the um, the poly, you know, being power exchange and a vanilla girl moves in, but we concentrate more on the vanilla side and how to make it possible for them. So mm-hmm. we've never really taught about how to have power exchange work with poly because they're so different. I mean, power exchange is hierarchical. A lot of poly people do not believe in hierarchical relationships in poly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so it can be difficult for people. I can see that. Yep. I'm going to pull another toy out of the box. We have a lot of toys. Oh, okay. You're not ready? No, I'm ready. I thought it was my turn. Now we're going back and forth. Going deep. Oh, this one's not even a box. What is it? What is it? This is called the First Time Travel Teaser Kit. It is discreet. All right, it can't be both. So uh, what I've got in my hand here, I'll explain that in a second. What Good, I've got here I can't see it. is a little uh, pocket massager. Oh, okay. I've had one of those before. It's, um, what is that, five inches tall? Mm, what? Four, four, five inches? Four, four. Okay, and it's got three different heads on it. One uh, knobby head, one hook-looking finger, and one... I bet it's a G-spot thingy. Could, could, could be, could be. Uh, I will say... Are, uh, thank you, Adam and Eve, for sending this, but I will argue this a bit. It is your discreet pocket massager. It is discreet and lighted. <laughs> it has a light on it, Apparently, but it's discreet. It has a, f- I don't know where the light comes from. Perhaps it's a flashlight, so you can see what you're doing down there. But if you're doing it to yourself, you don't need a flashlight. Because most of us are looking at our own. <laughs> brilliant. L- it's, it is both discreet and has a brilliant LED. Wow. Depending, I guess this really depends how discreet do you want to be, right? <laughs> if you want to sit in a movie theater and play with this, the LED light, not good. Uh, but I don't imagine that they recommend playing. Oh, look, it says on the back, not to be played with in movie theaters. No, I just Does it really? Not. No, of course not. As with all things, it is sold as a novelty only. So this is a really neat little uh, travel teaser massager. Cool. Something you would put in the glove box. Yep. Your turn. Oh, My you turn? would, yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> And you could absolutely drop that little puppy in your purse and yeah. carry it around with you. Okay. Ooh. Man, most of these are pink. I think they're all for me. <laughs> uh, this is called Booty Bliss Vibrating Beads. That goes in your bunghole, honey. That does. So. Oh, good. I've claimed it for your bunghole. <laughs> so... Yes, graduated vibrating anal anal beads. (laughs) Or anal beads. (laughs) Seven and three quarters inches long. Uh, Now. And not that big around. Now, you were saying that our uh, 8.5 inch long dildo that goes in your puss. Yeah. You said meh. How do you feel about seven inches? It's okay. It's more about the girth. 
uh, an inch and a wide girth ain't bad. I wouldn't no, think. No. I don't know. I don't know the numbers. Is that, obviously. It's okay. <laughs> How about eight inches in your booty? Or seven That's inches? A lot. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot. So, but this is really thin. See, it's really, really thin. It starts, uh, it starts small and then tapered small, up. Starts very, very, very small. Very, very small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and goes to, I wonder if it says, oh, it's from a quarter of an inch. So it starts out as a quarter of an inch mm-hmm. to one inch at the base. So. Hmm. See, I'm thinking <laughs> you're going to come across some toys that you want to play with Big D with. Right. And that is going to change your perception of what I can take with me to go play with the K's. Okay. I do like it the fact that some of the K's actually listen to the podcast and some of them might be sitting there thinking, ooh, he's going to bring that. And some of them might be thinking, hey, keep that big booty bopper away from me, pal. <laughs> it's really long, though. It is really long. I don't like I don't like a lot of long stuff in, in my your booty. butt. <laughs> in my booty. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, usually the stuff I do there is only like, like I'm holding up like two inches, three inches. See, now there's where I want the damn string. Right. Am I going to shove Well, something? this has got, look, look, it's got a handle on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's got a handle on it. No, I don't want to end up at the emergency room with something on my butt. Well, look, if it's seven <laughs> inches long, maybe you don't need a string on the end of that one. If you get seven inches inside of you and then lose it. Right. That's, well, <laughs> there you go. Um, you'll probably go to the emergency room and get applause on that one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my turn again. Oh, uh, wait. Oh, we're waiting. Yes. Uh, so I recently had someone, when we were at Bridge, we were presenting uh, What's Love Got to Do with MS? Mm-hmm. And I had somebody who was fairly new to the lifestyle, new to Power Exchange. And they said, you know, I'm on Fet Life like everybody else in the world. What groups would you recommend? For Power Exchange? Yes. Oh, let me look at my groups real fast. I said none. They all suck. Well, that is true, but I I, I don't know that it's true. I don't think it is true. I think there's probably some great groups out there that I don't know about, that I don't pay attention to. Uh, we don't live on FetLife that often. No, I don't read a lot. I write a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't read a lot. So, yeah, there's a couple on here, and sometimes I'll look at the questions and go, what? And sometimes I look at the answers, and it's a lot of people bashing the person. Because yeah. even though I had a what, that just means I don't answer it. Right. Whereas some people will answer it, and they just totally bash the, the person that wrote and, the question. And they're, op- they're answering for the purpose of getting a laugh, for the right. purpose of attacking. Yeah. As I've often said, the difference between Facebook and Reddit, Reddit if you post something pro-whoever on Facebook – People will respond. Bashed and unfriend you and yeah. Uh, Anybody who believes that's no friend of mine. Right. If you post the same thing on Reddit, people who disagree will counter that with humor or (laughs) be forbidden (laughs) facts. Right, right. So awesome. So no, I'm sure there's great FetLife groups out there. I just don't know what they are. Yeah. And and part of it is... um, I get so burnt out on wading through all the bullshit. I just mm-hmm. don't have time for it. You know, it takes a good, and you know, all the props to the moderators that too try and keep this. Hell, we even tried to run a group. Uh, I've got a group out there called, oh, I don't know, Living Power Exchange or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, I just don't have time to moderate it. So it's it languishes. So yep, that mad is props to those that do do that stuff. If, if you want to recommend a FetLife group to us or get a hold of us for any other reason, you can comment on the comment form on our webpage, eroticawakening.com. There you'll find all kinds of ways to contact us. <laughs> as well as where we will be presenting 
past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, which should be coming out soon, and other stuff. You can follow us on FetLife. We are owners of the Fet Group Erotic Awakening, which is exempt from all that stuff I just said about FetLife sucking. But you know what? Even Living Power Exchange, that's because you and I are moderators. That's at the top of my list. So if anybody actually put questions there... That would be one of the first things I saw. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't always scroll through all of my list unless I'm looking for a specific topic. Yeah. So, yay. Well, we do have some new subscribers to the newsletter. We have Pacific Wolf in Washington. Tony from Delaware. I think that's our first Delaware person, yeah, too. okay. So, which is cool, because that's kind of where some of my family's from. So that's cool and not cool. I that's always okay. hear that Rehoboth Beach is nice. I love Rehoboth Beach. So, um, and then there's Kate from New Zealand. So, fuck Rehoboth Beach. <laughs> I'm going to go visit Kate in New Zealand. I like New Zealand. And Minion from Pennsylvania. Nice. I say I like New Zealand. I've never been. I'd like to go. So, can I get another toy now? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> there is six pounds of toys here. Ooh, that's more my style. <laughs> oh, wait, but it's for a guy. What? Okay, so here's what she was talking about. That is for your bum. Uh, <laughs> perhaps you could... That is not for my bum. That's what it says. It's a pee spot massager. Maybe they mean a girl's spot that pee comes out of. No. <laughs> no, but I don't understand why it's got that extra thing. See, that's why I thought it was for me, because it looks like it's for... So what it looks like to me is something that goes in the pussy, and it has it something else that rubs on a clit. Right. That's what it looks like. But so this is not... Does it have instructions? It says, <laughs> uh, the bulb tip... Massages the prostate easily. Well. Substantial girth and heft for total stimulation. Thanks. Uniquely shaped shaft for extra thrills. Seven inches by four and a half inches. The width at the base is one and a half inches. Always used with water-based lube. Um, it just says the ring-shaped handle allows you or your partner to grip firmly and gently slide the bulb-tipped shaft inside for prostate stimulation. It doesn't say what to do with that little piece that looks like a clit massager, though. So I don't know. I am, uh, I am studiously looking something up while okay, you talk about that. Because, because maybe want... that pushes against your taint. Because oh. I hear if you push against the taint, that also pushes the prostate as well. So uh, two comments about that. First off, uh, a Katie is the person we spoke to from Adam and Eve. Nice. And so uh, in case she's listening, I want to say, red, no, bad Katie. (laughs) Um, And I am actually going to take that. um, I'm going to have to show Kat. Kat is our 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 resident, knows more about prostate stimulation than I do. Okay. I thought we could put it in the auction. Oh, I didn't say she was using that damn thing. Oh, you know what, Anne, if you are listening... You ain't using that damn thing. I'm just going to let you explain <laughs> how to use it because I don't understand. I, I understand piece, prostate stimulation. Mm-hmm. I understand the big fat side goes in my butthole. I don't understand. Or that. someone's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't understand the thing that looks like the clit stimulator. Yeah. But like I said, I, for some reason it's coming to me that pushing on the taint stimulates the prostate as well. So maybe that's what that does. It, I just don't know. Yeah, because it says the base is only one and a half inches, but what's the base? 
If the it's only one and a half huge. inch, it is huge. So is this the base where the top of the clitoral thing is? We need to post a picture of this on our somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, or do both pieces go in? Oh, no, oh my God. <laughs> Holy cow. No, that'd be huge. Look, I'm not against, uh, I'm not anti-P-spot. I'm not anti-prostate no, stimulation. No, and we've seen I've heard, anal fisting before, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, And we've seen much bigger things go in people's uh, bungholes. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have no interest. Look, your eyes just kind of glazed over. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out where to go from that. So I want to... Um, <laughs> Support our podcast listeners that enjoy the good prostate massage by, oh, you know what? I will support you by sending you this big black monstrous <laughs> thing. That There's guys in the Tantra group that I run here mm-hmm. that talk about P-spot massage, too. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's really actually, there's, there's part of me now, mm-hmm. I have to admit, part of me has come bubbling up that says, what are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. What is your resistance to pleasure? What's mm-hmm. the worst thing that can happen? Mm-hmm. You don't like it. Right. Why am I so resistant? I don't know. I'm up for trying it out with you. I thanks. <laughs> How about we line you up with a couple other people to try it on, and then when you're skillful, you can come back and do me. Uh huh. Uh huh. How uh, skillful for you the first time you did me with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. <laughs> Your demo model. <laughs> you know, it's even more interesting. Than- <laughs> Don, did you know that the P-Spot Stimulator <laughs> podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? No, it can't be. <laughs> Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Awesome, awesome. Tell your friends. Certainly, you, you must have some sex on, or some uh, tentacles I do. that we can talk about. I do. So, Chip, who I haven't heard from in a long time. Hi, Chip. Um, sent us a link to sex.com and uh, told me how to put in tentacles in the search thing and a couple of other things I had to do. And um, so I have a plethora, plethora? What the hell is that word? I have a lot of images to look at. So, And then um, Ebo from right here in Columbus thought I said tentacle pentacle <laughs> on one of the last episodes. So he Googled and found me a picture of a tentacle pentacle. Yeah. It's but, cool. <laughs> but who cares about that? I got boobs. You did. You got boobs. I got a lot of boobs. You had someone wanting to do food on boobs at uh, Steel City. Yes. Did Did she ever send you a picture? She asked me for your email address. No. Was that the cookie lady or was that Master's no. Cunt? No. Master's Cunt. Master's Cunt did indeed send me an uh, apple ring on a nipple. Nice. And I actually wrote her back because I wasn't 100% sure it was an apple, maybe a mango. So she sent me back a complete apple. Nice. On her boob. And actually, a little funny little uh, items in the mirror, maybe bigger than they appear. <laughs> uh, also, but those then Satine sent me a cucumber nested between uh, boobs, which is nice. a wonderful spot for a cucumber to be. I can think of other places. And then, <laughs> um, but the interesting thing is, then we saw uh, this isn't strictly food on boobs, but then at the last. Wednesday, foo, uh, Monkey Midweek Practice Club. Class, yeah. Sorry, the uh, they did a food play class. Uh, Bat and 
Kitty, Kitty Cake. Cakes. Oh, led who that. we've interviewed before. And we'll be interviewing again. And I got to eat a piece of sushi off of Kitty Cakes. Oh, nice. Uh, and so you didn't tell me that. I asked, did you stop by? You said, yes, I had a piece of sushi. And that was the end of the conversation. If it's for those that just attended our <laughs> class at What's Love Got to Do with MS, this is one of those things where you need to be clear. Uh-huh. You, oh, we just cuddled. Right. No. <laughs> so, speaking of which, did I mention that Kitty Cakes wants to play? No. Well, there you go. Cool. Good thing you listened to the podcast. You're uh-huh. finding all kinds yeah, of things about find me. Find out all kinds of things. <laughs> uh, finally, um, did you notice that you got some fin- finger tentacles? I didn't. Rosie sent some finger tentacles in, and we've actually played with those finger tentacles oh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got a They're, whole jar full of them. Yes. All different colors. But always very much uh, appreciated. Absolutely. I tell you, we go from the same person being the tentacle sender for a couple of weeks in a row, and I don't know who you're going to pick. I don't know. So, hmm. All right, pull something else out of that neat little box. Okay. At least your P-spot thingy wasn't pink. But wait, there's more. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't pink. You're right. Huh. Hmm. Okay. This one is a couple's backdoor pleasure kit. (laughs) It has. Do you see this? It's got different pieces in it. Is that a yummy sound or a I don't think so sound? Well, I recognize anal beads. Yes. Purple anal beads. Yes. And I recognize. They're called booty poppers. (laughs) <laughs> Not heard that term before. Booty popper bead stick. Yes. And, and I recognize the pink anal plug. Yes. Now, but then there's two more pieces that I'm not quite sure I understand. Okay, so one of them is a vibrating tail tingler. <laughs> so it's a P spot. This is thrills the, the for the, men. The big black. This is the big looks black. Looks like a T upside down. Yeah. So it's kind of like an anal plug, but with a bigger grip on it. So yeah, like like you said, like an upside down T. But um, made from silicone, but it is for pee spots. So specifically built for men. And then um, the other thing that you can't figure out what it looks like. Doesn't it look like a baby nose Absolutely. It looks aspirator? Like it looks yes. like an aspirator. Uh, my understanding is you stick those in babies' noses to pull snot out or something? Right. No, but that is what it looks like. But Are it we going to do snot play? No, butt play. So it's an easy douche. For the butt. So oh. you clean out the butt before you... So you fill it with something like some douchey thing. It doesn't thing. say. Uh, and stick it in a butt and squeeze. I'm and looking. Apply anal lube. It doesn't say how to use it on the back, on the back side. <laughs> Apparently, we need to do an interview with someone who Oh, does but there's a better it. sex guide to anal pleasure DVD in here, too. Uh-huh. And have anal lube. And what? Easy anal desensitizer. So, to numb your butt Wait a minute. before it See? gets plugged. And <laughs> Easy anal desensitizer with benzocaine. So, that's like a numbing agent. I love the fact that as we go through our, our 69 questions and we're like, oh, we're so kinky. And we're right. going through this box. We're like, what? What the hell? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get through the rest of these toys, actually. Okay. Do you want to pull one? Or yeah. do you want me to do it? Okay. okay. Oh, there's only there's four more things. Okay. All right. I am pulling out a fantastic. Ooh, this is the one she told us about. It's called the Satisfier. Oh, I want to see that one. The <laughs> calm myself. But it was little. It is little. <laughs> it is a Satisfier Seven. It is has a safety seal on it. 
It is the Next Generation. And it's got a Red Dot Award. I want to see. And there it is. Oh, it's like a vibrator. It is a, like a vibrator. But not a dildo vibrator. Right. It's more like a, well, Star Trek phaser comes to mind. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's, it's more like shaped like an upside down L. Yeah. With the L part, the short part of the L, what you push against your puss. Yeah. It's got a little vibrator hoobadoob on it. Huh. Kind of reminds me of a miniaturized Hitachi that's bent. I wonder if that's the that's the intent of that. That is exactly what that looks like. That yeah. is not what I thought a satisfier was going to be. Nope. So, cool. All right. Some interesting stuff in there. Okay. This is called a clit tickler. And it looks like that piece goes into the pussy. And... See, this one's built that, that just one's like... That one's classic. That's yeah, a classic. Yeah, but this one's built just like the peace spot thing. It's not too far from that, yeah. It's got the clit stimulator along with the vibrator. Yep. It's, a, it's a really classic if you've seen mm -hmm. uh, pretty much your your basic vibrator that goes in the puss with a, a little L spot off the side that slams into the clit. Yeah. So uh, sorry, tickles the clit. Tickles the clit, right. So simulating metal pleasure bead on it <laughs> as well. So, huh. That one's purple, too. Awesome. And Let's, another one? You want to save the last two for the next podcast? No. Oh, no. fine. Because we got to figure out what we're doing with them. <laughs> we should have some sort of contest. All right. Here's yours. Okay. I pulled... Oh. Listen, this one's got noises. <laughs> uh, this is the Kegel Ball Trio. Uh, increase your orgasmic strength and muscle control with not one, but two, but three sexy weighted balls. Nice. And then this one is the Easy O Red Rocket. So five and a quarter inches long for deep thrills. Hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Life shape, lifelike shaping and contours. And made from smooth and supple TPR. This is the first one I've seen that's not silicone. Wait, I don't think this one's silicone either. No, this so. one's got oh, a no, no, soft no, no. This silicone, silicone retrieval cord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one is latex-free, which is cool. But, um, yeah, it's the first one that's not silicone. So I'm kind of curious what TPR is. So, Because I know a lot of uh, companies, and I know Adam and Eve is one of them too, that have gone to the, um, the stuff that is safe to insert. So, whereas long ago in other companies, mm -hmm. that wasn't so true. Uh, this one so. suggests that they have body-friendly body friendly silicone. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of um, upper-class stores have <laughs> gone to, you know, body-friendly silicone stuff like this. Well, there you go. Well, thank you very much, Adam and Eve, for setting six pounds Absolutely. of uh, sex toys. Uh, certainly can't uh, turn down that level of generosity. Very mm -hmm. much appreciate it. Hopefully, in upcoming podcasts, we'll be able to report on how we've actually used these things. Oh, that's very true. Sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dawn, I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about today, and I'll explain why. On the podcast tonight, we have Kitty Shambliss. Kitty, you out there? I am here. Okay, and Kitty, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're polyamorous, right? That is correct. Well, then, the topic for our podcast is supposed to be jealousy, but I didn't think polyamorous people got jealous. <laughs> well, speaking even for myself, I've definitely had many jealousy moments, partly because I've had to unlearn everything that I learned in my youth about monogamy was the only way. And jealousy equals love. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> and hopefully the, the 
people that listen to the podcast regularly recognize that I am full of shit and polyamory amorous people. Well, poly, let me ask you: Do polyamorous people get jealous? Obviously, you mentioned you did, but in general, is once you become polyamorous, is it natural to just let go of jealousy? No, because it's a natural human emotion that we all feel from time to time. And just because one day, well, first of all, we don't normally just one day and decide, you know, wake up and decide we're polyamorous, but it doesn't just switch off like a light switch. It's, it's a challenging emotion that we have to learn to navigate like any challenging emotion, like anger or grief or anything. So let me start a little bit further back. You've just published a book called The Jealousy Survival Guide. Is it focused, is it intended just to speak to polyamorous people or all open relationship types? Well, since I do have the Loving Without Boundaries community, I did kind of write the book meant for consensual non-monogamy, so it has that kind of bent to it. But really, the what I talk about in the book can apply to anyone feeling jealousy, whether you're having jealousy at work with a coworker or with a, a sibling or a friend, these, these ideas and exercises that I have in here can really work for any relationship, also a monogamous relationship. Cause of course there's jealousy there as well. Do you think, and maybe this is a wacky idea and I'm sure it's unpopular to say this, but do you think that men and women deal with jealousy differently? I don't know. I don't really uh, gender separate in the book. I just kind of am pretty across the board on that. But I can't say that I've seen it necessarily very different. I kind of think it's, you know, it's kind of like when you, if you use the example of anger, I mean, do men or women experience anger differently? I don't really think so. Um, they may express it differently, but um, but I think, you know, the emotion itself you know, it's it's like a pit in your stomach and, you know, we all experience it a little bit differently, but I don't really think it's that different based on gender. Okay. What do you, what do you think jealousy is? What is jealousy anyway? <laughs> well, one thing I do in the book is I try and explain the difference between jealousy and envy. So the way I describe envy is that's more when we want what somebody else has. And in, in some cases, that can spur us on to, you know, say, get that promotion or get that beautiful car that we wanted because we were envious that somebody else had what we wanted. Whereas jealousy tends to be more about the fear of losing something. And then that fear can possibly start to express itself in a destructive way in our relationships if we kind of let it run rampant and unchecked. So that's kind of how I, yeah. And I also go in the book to describe the concept of loss, less or never to talk about jealousy. So we might be worried about less time with one of our partners or losing them or, you know, never getting to spend the time with them the way we wanted to. So that's another way I try and describe jealousy in the book. Nice. I like that definition because people are usually trying to figure out the difference between jealousy and envy. And um, I know that was the topic at a Polly Columbus last month, I think it was. Okay. And even as a group of people, we were trying to figure out the definitions and we all had our own. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so is the solution to overcoming jealousy have to do something with learning compersion or are they two separate things? Well, I definitely touch on compersion, but again, even speaking for myself, I didn't naturally feel compersion 
right out of the gate, which I'm assuming your listeners know, but just in case, which is experiencing joy when your partner's experiencing joy with somebody else, which is where we might normally be feeling jealousy. But I think what I really touch on in the book is different techniques, including looking inward first to kind of check in on yourself and see is this coming from insecurity or is it possibly low self-esteem? And I give lots of different exercises to work through a lot of that, as well as some strategies such as meditation or also diffusion, which is realizing that I, I've, what I've really experienced in with some of my clients is that they feel that jealousy is something to run away screaming from and that they can't handle the experience of jealousy at all. And also I often hear, you know, I must be doing poly wrong if I'm feeling jealous. And so what I really try and go over is just that it really just is a human emotion that's almost like a check engine light in our car that's kind of giving us good information. And it may mean maybe we need to do some work on ourselves or maybe we need to have a conversation with our partner. So I also go over different communication techniques if you do decide to talk it out because sometimes you can work through some of what's going on on your own and not even you know need to bring it up so you're seeing um jealousy as like a tool so like you said like the check engine light so yeah worked with not necessarily eradicated exactly i mean i think we can learn if we want to to minimize it but if that's partly your goal and but to also explore how do you react when you're feeling jealous because there are destructive ways that we can react but there's also constructive ways we can react so i really try and describe the difference between the different ways that we may react once we feel jealous and trying to realize is the way that you're relating to your own jealousy and feelings of that with your partner, is that damaging your relationship with your partner? Or can you use what you're learning of exploring your own feeling of jealousy to build a bridge and connect more deeply with your partner? And it's really a choice, like kind of reminding people that we're not just at the mercy of our feelings. We actually have a lot more control than we actually give ourselves credit for. If you are more mindful about it and you basically can practice kind of observing yourself and observing what's going on. So what um, kind of advice do you give for constructive ways of dealing with jealousy? Well, first, I talk about a technique that I call SOS, which is to stop, observe, and strategize. So I first just try and help people recognize when they are feeling jealous. Like, where do you think about where you're feeling it in, you know, do you feel it in your chest? Do you get red in the face? Like, can you take note of when you start to feel that jealousy and realize that when we are in that state, we may, it, it kind of hijacks our brain and we may not be able to think clearly. So in those moments, if you're able to, it might be good to just you know, take a moment, excuse yourself for a few minutes and see if you can calm yourself down a little bit or even just you know take a few deep breaths just to calm down so that you can get to a place where instead of letting your reptilian kind of knee-jerk brain take over, but to be able to kind of observe what's going on and look at 
let's say the facts of what's actually going on instead of what I refer to in the book that's from Brene Brown, if you're familiar with her, the shitty first draft that we write. <laughs> so because sometimes we might be telling ourselves a really disempowering, scary story of what's going on, and that may make everything worse. So, and then when I talk about the strategies, I talk about diffusion, which is different strategies that we can use to help us realize that our, our feelings and our thoughts are not who we are. They're just some things that are a part of us and we can learn to observe them instead of immediately react to them. And then I also go over some meditations called compassion meditation that helps helps bring to mind more about compassion and kindness first for ourselves, but then also for our metamor, our partner's partner and other members of our polycule to remember, to help us remember that, you know, they just want to be happy and feel safe just like we do to kind of build some empathy there. And then lastly, I also talk about um, helping us make a commitment to our core personal values. So if we think through what are our actual values and they may change over time to really think about what our values are and then that may help in terms of jealousy to kind of stand by our values. Like if we really believe in living a polyamorous lifestyle or having open relationships and also treating our partners with compassion and respect and kindness, to kind of keep that in the forefront, like remember what your relationship goals are and that can kind of steer you in the right direction. And then in the communication chapter, I give oodles of different communication techniques so that when you are ready to talk to your partner or partners, there is a little bit of a framework such as nonviolent communication, if you're familiar with, with that. Mm-hmm. And I also go over active listening. So helping if you're, you know, when you're in the conversation to remember to really listen to what your your partner's saying, because again, when our emotions take over, it's sometimes hard to think and to learn how to kind of observe ourselves when that's, when that's the case and to learn how to switch gears so that you can really connect and really actively and intuitively listen to what your partner's saying. Very cool. Good stuff. Because most of us know the destructive ways of working with jealousy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's everything that you see in the movies, right? (laughs) So, yeah. I'm not going to admit that I've got holes in my drywall, but they might be (laughs) (laughs) fist-shaped. And we've all been there, right? You know, whether it was pre polyamorous lifestyle or not, you know, I mean, it's, it's just natural. It's natural to feel that. And again, it's, it's also, you know, we feel it in other areas of our lives too. So I have, you know, situations with friendships where jealousy pops up. So yeah, so the, what I teach in the book can really be used for anything, but I did kind of cater it for the polyamorous community. You know, if, if I had written a book about, uh, losing weight, then my goal for you in reading my book and following my book would be that you weigh less than when you started, right? Mm-hmm. What would be your goal for people in reading your book? That's a great question. I love that. I would say one of the goals is to first forgive yourself for feeling jealousy. It's not a big ogre to run out of the room with and to realize that we we do have a lot, we're stronger than we believe we are. So I would say the second thing is to remember that we do have a lot uh, more control than we give ourselves credit for and to realize that 
jealousy can really be a gift, actually, and it can really teach you a lot about yourself and help you learn both about yourself and learn how to connect better with your loved ones. And who wouldn't want that? That's very true. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, one more question for you, if you don't mind. Sure. Rate this jealousy handling style for me. In about a month, I'll see you at um, Beyond the Love. And uh-huh. I think you're bringing a partner with you. Uh-huh. And so if I were to go up to you and start making googly eyes and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, and your partner started to give me some flack, can I just hand him a book, your book, the Jealous sure. <laughs> and say, hey, man, go learn to deal with it. <laughs> you absolutely can. But uh, I would, we've been together. We're actually having our two-year anniversary in just a couple days. So oh, fantastic. I, yeah, yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. But I think, you know, at this point in our journey, I think he would actually be flattered. And I also think he respects and likes you. So, <laughs> but uh, you can still do that anyway. <laughs> maybe I'll start flirting with him then. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me where yeah. I can find this book. So if you go to Amazon and you uh, look for a jealousy survival guide and the subhead is how to feel safe, happy and secure in an open relationship written by Kitty Shambliss. There actually is another jealousy survival guide with a different subhead uh, written by somebody else. That's not me. And the Kindle version is available and the print version will be available just in a a couple days. And I think I'm probably going to do an audible version eventually as well. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. It actually sounds like a fantastic book, and I'm sure that you'll do a, people a lot of good. It's absolutely one of those issues that people continue to have to deal with as they begin their path into open relationships. And... Or, or even as we've been in it for quite a while. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, and I look forward to seeing you in about a month. That sounds great. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You are currently listening to a song called Win. The person we've seen most recently is Masters Cunt. The current sender of tentacles is Chip, Ebo, and Rosie. Mm, the provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and the Good Witch of the North. And the official food that goes on boob is cucumber and apple salad. Ooh. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.